Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you'd like to get in touch with us during the course of the show. You know what the number one song on the iTunes hip-hop chart is? Wait, right now? Right now. Not a clue. Really? It's a good one. I think you'd like it. I thought you were gonna. I thought it was gonna be trivia. Even if you're not into hip hop, uh-huh. I think you'd like it. It's a song called uh, "Let's Go Brandon." <laughs> yes! yes, so great, so great. Uh, uh-huh. I'd play it and just throw caution to the wind with all the algorithms, but it's it's a little bit naughty Aww. because in the background you can hear the actual because uh, the rapper keeps saying. Uh, do you know what they're saying? Do you know what they're really saying? Or something to that effect. Mm. <laughs> and they're really saying it <laughs> in the background there. That's and awesome. it would have taken too many edits and bleeps. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it probably wouldn't even been a song at that point. <clears throat> no. It would just that's right. a bunch of dead air. Really funny, though. Oh, that's pretty cool. How amazing is that, though? Do we know uh, who's, uh, who sings it? Uh, some rap artist. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try to find out. Can't be uh, that hard to find out, though. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Uh, look, thank you, pop-up ad. Loza Alexander? That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Loza Alexander. <laughs> My smart new move. favorite rap artist. Somebody's smart. Somebody said, get into the studio right now, Loza. Yeah. Whether or not you agree with the sentiment, but he probably does. Otherwise, I doubt he'd do it. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. Uh, by the way, a Canadian government uh, has a warning to their employees, and it is uh, it was sent out to everybody via email. Uh, 1A and 1B. 1B spe- says uh, specifically the use of the wording, let's go Brandon, <laughs> and any variation thereof under any circumstance. Forbidden in the workplace. Is banned by the Canadian Public Service. Oh no! Are you kidding me? Uh huh. What in the? What happened to Canada oh, and Australia and I guess the United States of America mm-hmm. too? Yeah, to but, a certain extent. But they've gone further further than we have. Yeah, remember they were out in the forefront of banning uh, religious speech right. from the pulpit. That's true. But the last line of this, uh, and it's on you know Canadian government letterhead. I forget who sent us this, but uh, the last line is violation of this policy will be grounds for immediate dismissal without recourse or labor union representation. If you wow. say "Let's go, Brandon," in the workplace That's in Canada, unreal, unreal. You know there are. There are still some people who who haven't, you know, paid that close attention and don't even know what that means. <laughs> I know. And you'd get fired for it? Jeez. Amazing. Just absolutely incredible. Um, but our fearless leader, uh, Joe, old man Joe. <laughs> old man Joe. Was out uh, yapping about stuff yesterday. And... Uh, I kind of raised some eyebrows with one of the things he said toward the end of this rant. When I get up and I called my professor at the University of Delaware, oh. a guy named Dr. Engersall. And I said, Doctor, can I come down and see you? Mm. He said, Of course. Oh, okay. I sure. went down and sat with him for a half an hour. Oh, wow. I told him what was happening. He just looked at me and said, Joe, remember what Plato said? I'm thinking, What the hell did Plato say? <laughs> <laughs> 
You knew but it. You he said the paraphrase Plato, he said the penalty good people pay for not being involved in politics is being governed by people worse than themselves. And he looked at me and said, Joe, wow. you should run. I said, but I, I, I'm, I feel strongly about all these issues, but <laughs> I got involved in the civil rights movement and the war. But uh, I, I, did you? He said, Joe, you should do it. Joe, you should, you should do it. He had enough confidence in me uh-huh. that he gave me confidence in myself. <laughs> this guy does this all the time. He just bald-faced lies about the things he has done in the past. One of which was being involved in the civil rights movement. How do you have time for that? He was a trucker too, wasn't he? Right. He was a. He was so many things. <laughs> he's been so many. Th- and he, he re, he's said this claim over the years multiple times that he was involved in the civil rights movement. Well, then in 1988, he finally admitted, no, nah, I, I wasn't really an activist. <laughs> I wasn't really. I mean, was I involved in that I cared about it? Yeah. Uh, but I didn't really, I didn't march. That wasn't, that wasn't my thing. So he's already disavowed the being involved in the civil rights movement. And now he's claiming it again. His brain may be stuck. It might be. In the eighties before he disavowed that. Very true. Quite honestly. Jeez. He says, I was involved. I was involved in what they were thinking, what they were feeling. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'm involved in NASA. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, I am. I've gone to space. I've gone to the moon. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was involved in uh, what they were thinking and what they were feeling. Wow. So, yeah, I was involved with them. I, I was involved with the NFL uh, and the uh, Stop it. And Major League Baseball. I was involved. Yeah, yeah. You had I was. I was sport? very, very, very involved in college football. Two-sport astronaut? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Three, you really. Did some, played some basketball. Well, I was involved in basketball in the NBA Wow! for a time back in the 90s. It's impressive. Yeah. How are you on the ice? <laughs> not as good. I'm not as involved yeah, in the sorry. NHL. I, yeah. I didn't mean to so. put you out there like that. <laughs> I was involved. I was involved in what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I was involved. I was involved. But I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. I was a suburbanite kid who got a dose of exposure to what was happening to black Americans in my own city. All right. Uh, in Delaware? Or he's actually not from Delaware, is he? Oh, he's from Scranton, right? Scranton, Ohio, uh, Scranton Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Scranton. Mm. That's that's right. The Scranton Scrapper. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah this is great too he also said during the 60s i i was in fact very concerned mm-hmm. about the civil rights movement i was not an activist i worked here was his involvement right here i worked at an all-black swimming pool oh yeah here we go on the east side of wilmington delaware oh, yeah. yeah remember we heard about this and by uh, the way you know i sit on the stand uh-huh and it get hot i got a lot of i got hairy legs that turn, that turn, that turn, blonde, blonde. In the sun. Uh, okay. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool mm. and rub my leg down. That's cool. So oh. it was trained, and then watch Creepy. the hair mm-hmm. come back come up back again. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They look at it. So I learned then about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. He's loved kids jumping on his lap. He learned about that, and he's loved it. He's loved it. That's the same pool where he. Uh, he went to town with Corn Pop, right? I think so, yeah. 
Well, yeah, because it was an all-black swimming pool, and uh, that's where Corn Pop apparently hung out. He's a bad dude. Bad dude at Corn Pop. De- Wilmington, Delaware. The mean streets of Wilmington. Now that might be accurate. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> All right, this guy. Wow. Uh, such lies, though. I'm just so tired of the lying liars who lie. But you would never say reward an individual like that with something like like <laughs> the presidency of the United States, right? I mean, that guy's going to fail. No, right? you'd never do that. Maybe. Never, never do that. A nation that would do that would be on the brink of absolute disaster, Keith. And uh, so I couldn't sanction it. I really couldn't. Could not sanction him becoming president. And yet. Let's go, Brandon. Let's Let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. How long do you think he's going to be president, Pat? I don't know anymore. I don't know. I was hoping by Christmas, but it's it doesn't look like it now because it's October nineteenth already. And I don't know. He's he seemed has he not been Le- leveled off? A yeah, bit? yeah. Has he not seemed a little more cognizant lately? Well, I mean, I think that lobotomy, they're keeping him away from everything. I think that lobotomy took <laughs> that they did a few months ago. Yeah, and kind of stabilized also, him. That's why he takes the flights. To places and gets away from the White House every weekend because uh, they're doing something for him that they don't want us to know about. Oh, without question. Strongly believe that. I don't know if, you know, some sort of uh, specialist, a doctor of the brain shows up and administers something to him, gives him a serum. <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of things you can do with your body that, that enhance and and uh, tweak your performance, and he might be doing something like that with his brain. And you probably know about that, being that you were uh, involved with uh, NBA basketball, NFL football, exactly, and Major League Baseball all at the same time. Plus, I was pretty involved with with biking at the uh, Tour de France. Uh, Well, that's why you're so mad at Lance Armstrong. That's why I'm pissed off at him. He kept you from your rightful place with his cheating. I mean, they they did blood doping. They They went to so many different measures it was it went way beyond the steroids what they were doing and maybe maybe he's got you know something because the president what would he have access to mm. everything available absolutely any experimental technology that's just been developed and it looks promising and he might try it cuz otherwise he's going to be out of the office soon i don't know uh would not surprise me if that's what's going on with him, if he's got something extraordinary happening when he goes to Delaware or Camp David, because he's been there a thousand times already, literally, a, well, almost literally a thousand times, but not quite. I mean, you're rounding up a little bit, a little bit, <clears throat> you know, give or take, give or take several hundred appearances. Uh, all right. Wow. Look, did you know that they have uh, removed nearly 20,000 pounds of trash mm. from one of the world's biggest accumulations of ocean plastic in the world, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Oh, we fixed it. Not quite, because, I mean, there's way more than 20,000 pounds, but uh, they've they've removed 20,000 pounds from something that doesn't exist. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> in the Pacific Ocean between Hawaii <laughs> and California, according to the article, floats a massive collection of debris that has long been accumulating trash from fishing sure. nets to microplastics. 
known to be harmful to the marine environment. For years, researchers said it might not be possible to remove the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. But now, one nonprofit is proving them wrong. Okay, good, good. First of all, I want to see it. Show it to me. If you found it and you started removing 20,000 pounds of trash from it, let's see it. No, they, they Look, it's one of those things that they go out there, they do the Lord's work. And they clean up this thing. They're not gonna. They're not gonna show off. They're not gonna take a picture of it first, like a before and after. <laughs> yeah, you they wouldn't want to do that, would you? Mm-mm. In July, the Ocean Cleanup, mm-hmm. which has been developing a system to help clean up the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, took its first large-scale cleanup system called System Zero Zero Two. Yeah. Or Jenny. Okay. Well, wh- wh- mm. whichever one you want to say. <laughs> zero System Zero Zero Two or Jenny. I think I'm going with Jenny. Let's go with Jenny. Okay. Yeah. So they conducted a series of tests with Jenny over the course of 12 weeks, each one consisting of the system being taken offshore to safely gather plastic from the ocean. The organize, organization completed its final test of the system of Jenny last week. And on Thursday, the ocean cleanup tweeted it had gathered 9,000 kilograms, mm-hmm. more than 19,841 pounds of debris. Take their word for it. Hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Now, that's problematic because yeah, we've never seen a photo nope. of this Great Pacific Garbage Patch, even though two and a half times it's two and a half times the size of Texas. I've heard Texas is pretty big. Too. It's pretty big. Rumor has it Texas is rather large. <laughs> now, if you're two and a half times the size of Texas, you're about the size of Alaska. Why don't they always say it's right. the size of Alaska? Right. Because <laughs> I guess it sounds bigger if you say two and a half times the size of Texas. Yeah. Anyway, uh, didn't somebody go look? Vice went searching Remember for this? this great Pacific garbage we patch. We had this a few years ago. Um, these leftist, you know, activists, you know, environmentalists is the word you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, went out there and they were like, we're going to go take care of this, mm-hmm. and this is fun what happened. Check this out. So we're just on the outskirts of the gyre right now. I haven't really even gotten into the thick of things, and already in the last hour, we've seen more trash flow by than we have in like the entire voyage up till now. Mm. The past day, I started getting this weird fear that, like, what if the garbage patch isn't here? What if, like, we'd all been duped, but I don't what if it's that not? the case anymore. <laughs> What if what it's if, not What if it's here? not here? What if we've all been duped? Uh, <laughs> which Salon, by the time they went out looking for it, had already determined, yeah, yeah you've been duped. It doesn't exist. Salon wrote an article. A this, huge article. Yeah, and this is on Vice. So so, so they get out, they, they start seeing some trash, right? And they're like, ha ha, see? Here it is. We haven't been duped at all. And then, then we keep playing. That's the thing. It's like, do we? Does this need to be like the the like money glamour shot that we had all thought it was going to be of like a ton of garbage? This is actually worse. Oh, it's not glamorous. It's 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 totally not like the money shot, but it's totally worth. Totally not, but totally worth it. Because for all of us, I think in terms of um, there's nothing there. Like what this area. Is. You got it's nothing. Not, it's not a big garbage dump the size of Texas floating in the middle of the Pacific. What? What is it then? <laughs> what? Why do you keep saying it is? 
And if it's not that, what is it? It's not the money shot. I mean, it's it's not the money shot because there's nothing there. I mean, it's worse though because then how? Because it just because <laughs> it's just worse because I'm saying it is. And maybe it's not the size of Texas and stuff, but it's just it's worse. <laughs> These people. That's unbelievable. I mean, they went out there. They mm. wanted to see it for themselves. They Couldn't realized. Find it. Oh my gosh, we have to. How much time? Uh, I'm not going to get this time back. Right. I have wasted all of this time. Well, let's keep shooting this documentary for Vice. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... I want to know how long they spent looking for it. Yeah. I'd love to know that. How many hours, how many days, how many weeks did you waste roaming around in the ocean and never found it? Yeah. (laughs) It's not like a trip like you just, hey, meet me at the pier. We'll go out looking for the garbage patch today. It's supposedly way out way there out between, there. you know, equidistance between Japan and the U.S. Right. And congratulations. And anywhere, again, anywhere from the size of Texas, as she said, to two and a half times the size of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's grown so much that it might be the size of the North American continent by now. Except that it's not there. That's the only other problem. Well, Pat, it's not the money shot. Okay. No, it's but not, it's worse. It's not a big it's garbage worse. dump. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually worse. Worse. Because there's you... scattered things here and there. Yeah. That people have thrown overboard in their yachts and stuff. How do you get to it's worse? I don't know. We just saw... <laughs> she didn't even explain it, how it's worse. How is that worse? Well, because like... Yeah, there was it, a lot of likes. You know, it's like it's out there now, and we just don't even see it. It's it's worse if you can't even see it. <laughs> oh no! It's an invisible great an Pacific invisible garbage patch. Garbage patch, yeah, invisible. That'll so <sighs> an invisible waste you can't clean up. That's why it's worse. Yep, you can't you can't find it to clean it up. So there you go. We figured it out. Uh, all right, let me tell you about uh, preborn. Thus, I. Love this organization. They are absolute heroes. And we can help them in their cause. Since Roe v. Wade, as we've talked about many, many times, over 62 million babies have been aborted in the U.S. Nearly one in four pregnancies don't choose life. And in the midst of this awful tragedy, you can do something about it. Preborn is the direct competition to Planned Parenthood and the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the United States. Why is an ultrasound important? Because 80% of the time when a woman sees the ultrasound, she chooses life because she sees life. And that puts her in touch that it's there's an actual human baby growing inside of you. Preborn partners with clinics in the highest abortion cities and regions across the country, and they provide life-saving ultrasounds. Uh, And they do this free of charge to the women who show up. And it doesn't cost that much to provide just one ultrasound. If you can do that, that would be awesome. $28 sponsors one ultrasound to help save a baby's life. $28. But if you can only do $5 or $1, then that would be greatly appreciated, too. $140 sponsorship gives five babies a chance at life. And right now, all gifts are tax-deductible. Can you help rescue 10,000 babies' lives? That's our goal by the end of this year. 
to donate, dial pound 250, and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, baby, or go to preborn.com slash pat. Pat Gray. So I guess William Shatner has become a big environmentalist now because of his experience in space, which was just so profound. So profound. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you, you and Jeffy played on Friday how profound it was. I'm sorry? Right, didn't you? Didn't you play? Uh, William Shatner? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wasn't just, it profound? I just don't recall that segment at all. Really? Huh. <clears throat> Talking about on Friday's show? Yeah. Gosh, I yeah, just... Yeah, it wasn't here. I, oh, no. Yeah. Here it is. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Jesus. I should have just... Said yes. Why didn't I just say yes? No description. No, no, no. no. Wait. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> he's looking at the earth, by the way. Uh-huh. That's, that's what's what happening here. Oh, I'm telling you. That's what just he's so you know. Holy. Oh, that's, that's what they're both looking at. Me. The earth. Oh. <laughs> All right. I can't believe it. He can't believe it. So, he, yes, he uh, I it. have a mild recollection of... Friday okay, now morning. you remember? I sure do now. I mm. thought that might bring mm. it back to Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> his description of space and how delicate the Earth is... Oh, yeah, check that out. Yeah. Uh, check this out. Oh, gosh. Space is cold and, and ominous and ugly, and it really ugly. threatens death. There's what? death there. And you look down. What are you talking there's about? This warm, nurturing uh-huh. planet. We've all heard it's cliche now, vulnerable, and fragile, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, uh-huh. but it's even more than that. Uh-oh. That's death up there and life down here. Okay. Uh-huh. And between the two, ruining this planet as we are. Yeah, we're on the verge <laughs> to bring you the good news that. We're at the tipping point. We haven't got time to wait 30 years and, okay, and you, argue about You got all that from just looking down from a spacecraft. Which we should, uh, what, how much so should we stupid. invest in in global warming? We're there. Oh, we're there and a so hundred trillion. terrible things happening. A quadrillion. How much, Bill? It's merely a hesitation before we all. Five quadrillion. It's just terrible. Ten. I, I wish I had better news and more entertainment. I wish you did, too. But, now but you... I was moved to tears by what I saw. And I wow, that's back, beautiful. That's beautiful. Filled with, overwhelmed by sadness. Overwhelmed by sadness. Empathy for this beautiful thing we call Earth. How, what a weird thing to take from this. That, that it's just so unbelievably fragile that there's no amount of money we shouldn't invest to save it. Yeah. What you should be marveling at is how resilient God's creation is. How it takes care of itself, mends itself, heals itself over and over and over and over. Problems that we deemed uh, catastrophic. Like the stupid ozone hole, which, by the way, healed itself. Uh, The the gigantic oil spill from bp that was out in the gulf out the gulf of mexico and it was floating and it was two miles wide and it was going to be this incredible ecological disaster where dead turtles and sharks and and tuna are going to roll up on the shore dead (laughs) 
covered in sludge. And then they went back out to find it so that they could scare us with what was going on out there. And it's gone. I mean, it's completely gone. I have a question for, for Mr. Keith? Shatner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, welcome back to planet Earth. Um, two questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, you're 90. Mm-hmm. Why do you... Why do you care mm-hmm. what, what happens? <laughs> anyway, number two, mm-hmm. um, when you were up there looking down, admiring the the planet, mm-hmm. did you happen to catch the the giant Pacific garbage patch? <laughs> can we get can we get confirmation? No one's mentioned that. Right. You think that because these environmentalists have gone up there, like himself and Jeff Bezos, right? Mm-hmm. Are they going to report back? Oh my gosh, you should have seen the pile of garbage in the middle of the Pacific. We got to go. That's get what it. really stood out to me was that. Uh, garbage patch two and a half times the size of texas yeah or roughly the size of alaska (laughs) (laughs) think about this i mean that would have been the the first thing they would have said my gosh Mm -hmm. it was so beautiful looking down and seeing the blue and the green and the browns and all this stuff and then i did notice though in the middle of the pacific it's like this big blemish we got to go get this garbage guys no one has mentioned that at all no no they haven't it's bizarre to me that he talked about the thinness of the atmosphere. Well, yeah, it looks thin from where you are, but it serves the purpose, right? It's doing what it's supposed to do. It always has. And why would you look at the beauty of it? There's life down below and death beyond, which is really weird. Uh, and why do you always? Why do you just all of a sudden assume it's uh, it's about to break? What gave you that indication that it's about to break? It's lasted for, according to science, four and a half billion years. We're going to destroy it in like a hundred? I don't think so. I don't think so. Much more resilient than that. And it's proven. proven. That's proven to be the case over and over and over and over again. Now we need governments to step in and well, that's take, what he wants. take money and fix yep. it. That's what they want. That's what they want. We can... Uh, Maybe we can save this delicate planet if we pass Biden's reconciliation package. Oh, so you have a plan. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's going to take, you know, a lot, a lot of money, three and a half trillion. Um, But also in that bill uh, is six billion in taxes, fines and fees on the oil and gas industry. Now, this is the same oil and gas industry. He's begging to help save us right now from ourselves because he wants them to deliver low-cost energy. While he's trying to destroy their industry, he's begging them for help. Hey, uh, could you uh, could, could you lower the gas prices, please? Mm. So I can just sit and enjoy my pudding. That would be good. About $6 billion in new taxes, fees, and fines specific to the oil and gas industry, are on the table in Biden's $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation plan. Four groups representing hundreds of oil and gas businesses have urged Congress to scrap the plan, arguing it will impact supply and increase prices on thousands of oil-based products that will hurt the poor, elderly, and tribal groups the most now you just named a <laughs> oh, holiday no. for him a little while uh, ago. wow you don't want to harm him now am mm-hmm. i right no uh, you do not want uh, to harm the peaceful tribal groups 
to put in this into perspective, uh, one gallon of one gallon barrel of oil, okay. uh, one forty-two gallon barrel of oil. <clears throat> you wouldn't put a gallon of of oil into one barrel. That would be a little wasteful. <laughs> so, one forty-two gallon barrel of oil creates nineteen point four gallons of gas. The remaining half of the barrel is used to make what? oh more than six thousand products. But stuff we never use. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, give me an idea. Um, all electronics, luggage, office supplies like ink and pens and computer chips. Uh, increasing the cost of computers is what would happen there if you tax them six Okay, but who tax. uses computers? Hardly anybody. See? Okay, so be Com- practical. Then there's some c- commercial and residential products like paint and paintbrushes. Big deal. Who paints? I don't don't paint. I don't need paint on my walls. Floor wax, safety glasses, linoleum, caulking, roofing. Who who needs a roof? Nobody. Okay. Um, (laughs) Curtains, electrician's tape, fertilizer, insecticides, tires, mops, rugs, toilet seats, pillows, upholstery, refrigerators, dishwasher parts, all made from oil. All that will go up. Yeah, but only the rich use these things. Yeah, who 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 uses a pillow? No middle class person has a toilet. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. So you haven't named anything that no, we use. No, this is. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> Personal items like clothes, hair clothing. Yeah. I mean, hair coloring, uh, perfume, sunglasses, lipsticks, soft contact lenses, purses, shoes, roller skates, shampoo, deodorant, toothpaste, and soap, all made from oil products. Again, who uses deodorant? Am I right? No, you're right. Golf right, balls, good. helmets, footballs, football cleats, parachutes, wait, wait, wait. telephones, Football's cameras, gonna be impacted? candles, drinking cups, Football? all made from oil. returns thanks for being here triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also pat unleashed on twitter jeffy's 18 spoons tweets every time a government bans words it shows how weak they are canadian employees should start group group chanting are they going to fire them all mm, yeah if you let's go it. brand yeah. the a whole bunch of them yeah that'd be fun to see they're threatening to fire you if you're a federal worker in canada for unreal using that phrase uh and what do they care that's right. It's not even their president. I mean, that just shows you how much influence we still have in the world. Things yeah, may be bad, but people still care That's about right. us, you know? We're not down here chanting about Justin That's Trudeau. Right. That's right. <laughs> nope, our little baby brother up there still worries about everything we do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make us come up there and dog slap you. Don't do it. Anakin Biden tweets, If you took all of Joe's anecdotal stories and put them together, his life would put Forrest Gump to shame. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy introvert, Joe's professor probably told him, look, Joe, you have no real prospects to be a contributing member of society. So have you considered politics? (laughs) (laughs) Tyler produces, if Joe seems more cognizant, it's because they finally got his meds balanced. It really, that might be uh, an actual thing. Mm -hmm. That could be a thing. Coffee Lover M, the great Pacific Garbage Patch is back, or as Jeffy calls it, home. <laughs> I'm not Wait, sure what they what? mean by that. What? You, what? I, what? Whoa. <laughs> why Why would you? We're, we're uh, first of all. <laughs> yes. For, first of all, 
White House is reportedly nearing the end of its patience on the reconciliation negotiations Uh-oh. we were talking about a few minutes ago. Uh-oh. I hate it when they run out of patience. No. Oh, boy. That's when the Marxism really shows. Yeah. Then we're in trouble. The White House appears to have a message for lawmakers on Capitol Hill. The time for negotiations surrounding Democrats' massive social spending package is coming to an end. According to Punchbowl News, hmm, that sounds really credible. I, I'm not familiar. Are you familiar with Punchbowl News? I just want to drink punch. Yeah, I just want to drink punch when I hear about Punchbowl News. The White House is nearing the end of its patience on reconciliation talks, with a source having told Jake Sherman that the president is ready to get this done. Mm. Uh, so? <laughs> and <laughs> your point? <laughs> Uh, then, of course, there's this from the Babylon Bee. And this is this is absolutely truth speak right here. Uh, Democrats are having trouble with their senator from Arizona, Kirsten Cinema, who's stopping her party from randomly spending $3.5 trillion, and they're not taking it lying down. Though Cinema isn't up for re-election until 2024, Arizona Democrats are already looking for a possible replacement. This time, they hope to be more careful and make sure whatever woman they put in the Senate will be submissive and obedient. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's brilliant. The Democrats have put put out a want ad to find a new candidate, which reads, looking for female willing to be Democratic senator. Must be good at doing exactly what she's told without question. Also, she can't make a big deal out of it when we film her in the bathroom. (laughs) Independent women are fine, said Democrat Mitchell Hansen, who helped write the ad. As long as they're independent in ways we specifically say they're allowed to be. Oh, okay. But when it's time for an important vote, we don't want some lippy broad who won't fall in line. (laughs) That gets in the way of progressivism and feminism. (laughs) and so true. Yeah, yeah. And and again, if Jeffy were here, so yeah. And what's your point on that? <laughs> it sounds like a good ad. Hey, I, I do have a, uh, a concern that that's starting to uh, to to rear its ugly head here. Uh, Manchin, Senator Joe Manchin, now huddling with progressives in his party. "Quote: We're talking." Oh, end geez. quote. Oh my gosh! Please don't cave, Joe. Please, Joe. By all that is good, right, and holy. Don't cave. Uh, Jules sent us this. Is that our Jules? Mm-hmm. Like the Jules. Yeah. Is she doing well now? She seems to be doing much, much better. Oh yes. Oh, my gosh. That's miraculous, miraculous, right? Bone marrow treatment. Wow. Yeah. Good. She's well enough to have sent us this. That's right. Which is excellent. Thank you, Jules. Uh, it's... Uh, Lisa Simpson, yeah, right? I don't Lisa watch the Simpsons. But, really? So, but oh, yeah, okay. I think I'm hip enough on cultural things that I can Just come up with her name. Barely. Just barely. <laughs> They'll spend trillions on bills they haven't read, but want details on how you spend six hundred dollars. I mean, that's how true is that? That is the how perfect <sighs> meme. And you know what else? The thing on on the six hundred dollar deal when they're tracking your account. And this is what they want to do, and they will not remove it, according to Nancy Pelosi, from the reconciliation bill. So that's not $600 an expenditure. That's $600 movement in the course of a year. 
That's a year's worth on your account, on your banking account. Who who doesn't have $600 coming in and out of their account during the course of a year? Uh, look. Come on. That So that's every working adult if in you this nation. Can't every it, working adult. You can't figure out a way to budget. <laughs> Five hundred and ninety-nine dollars uh-huh. in the course of a year, to right? Get coming by, in and out of your account, right, then, yeah. then you mm-hmm. know you've got issues, and you need to to balance <laughs> your checkbook better. I mean, this is so. Or you deserve to be tracked by the U.S. Right. government because what are you doing with that much money? This is freaking crazy. I it mean, sure it's is absolute madness and unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional. You can't do this without probable cause. There's no reason to be tracking every single American uh, through their banking habits. It's just, I mean, everybody has $600 in a year. <laughs> That's incredible. That well, well, yeah, but there's bad things that are happening. Yeah, okay, well, then worry about them. You, you can't track everybody just to catch a few people. And I can't believe that nobody has actually said that to Nancy Pelosi and to Joe Biden and Jen Psaki. It's absolutely unconstitutional. And that brings us right back uh, around to this. (laughs) Oh, no. Jeez. A pair of New Mexico businessmen were driving along I-40 in Oklahoma. Uh, Late one night in April, when a sheriff's deputy flipped on his lights and sirens and pulled their... Pulled over their BMW sedan. Uh oh. The two men, Nang Tai and Wei Shan Lu, were on their way to a hotel in Oklahoma City. Why? Mm. What are you going to Oklahoma City for? Right? What's going on there? And why do you need a hotel? <laughs> do you, you know what? Do you sleep? Uh, you know, there was an, a terrorist attack in Oklahoma City mm. just a few years ago, 1994. Okay. Well, quite a few years ago, but still, how do we know you're not doing that again? Yeah. And it was in 95? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Yeah, I think you uh, came up with the wrong gear to kind of throw us off the scent. <laughs> Step out of the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, get out now. Got any cash on you? They plan to catch some sleep before heading out in the morning to close on a 10-acre plot of farmland they agreed to buy for $100,000. Uh-huh. So what do you want to bet? They had about, I don't know, $100,000 on them, hmm. which they did. But now, at about 2 in the morning, on April 19th, a Canadian county sheriff's deputy. A Canadian county sheriff's deputy? I always was... thought that was weird. What? Yeah, there's a Canadian. In Oklahoma? Ten- yeah, there's the Canadian River in North Texas. There's Canadian County, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Now, that I have threw to... me off badly. I'm such a nerd. I've actually followed that river just to see if it went up to Canada, and it does not. So, <laughs> so it's stupidly named. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so the sheriff's deputy was peering into their car. We didn't understand why he pulled us over, said Ty, 51, Vietnamese immigrant and father of two from Albuquerque. I was driving under the speed limit. Oh, jeez. So again, there's not even a reason to pull him over. I was going to say, actually, that that is a reason. You're, you're, wait, you're driving the speed limit? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> you know At better two than in that. the morning? Right? Come on now. <laughs> they had no way of knowing at the time, but Ty and Lou were about to begin... An hours-long ordeal that would leave them stripped of all their cash and searching for answers. Their experience highlights the controversial law enforcement practice known as civil asset forfeiture. Isn't it fun? 
in which police can confiscate a person's cash or other property even without bringing criminal charges. The deputy, deputy asked the two men for their licenses, where they were going, and whether they were carrying any money, according to Ty. They had a large amount of cash in the vehicle. Obviously, they're going to go buy 10 acres of land for $100,000. Mm-hmm. Now, why they wanted to pay cash, I don't know. It's none of my business. Well, maybe people... So that's not an issue, right? Right, right. Uh, is, is the crime not wanting to have debt? Shouldn't be. More than $100,000 in cash, which Ty says they, they brought to pay for the property. Ty, who speaks English with a heavy accent, Lou speaks very little English at all, told the officer they were headed for a hotel, and yes, they had cash on them. Yeah, they had been saving for 40 years, 40 plus years. Why would you tell them that? Don't ever tell them that. Don't ever tell them about the cash in your car. If a dog hits on it, that's one thing. Uh, but you don't tell them about it because you don't need to. It's none of their stinking business. And they're going to take it from you if they know about it. Mm-hmm. The deputy said he suspected they were involved in illegal activity. <laughs> so I- I'm sorry. That's not enough. Is this a courtroom? Jeez. A criminal background search would have turned up a 2017 conviction against see? Lou. See, look at that. For growing Calif- marijuana in California, but they didn't even look into it. Because they don't... The justice or finding out if there's some... That's not the end game <clears throat> no, here. No, it has nothing to do with it. After a second officer arrived at the scene, the men were Ooh. driven to a police station and interrogated for hours. Deputies emptied a backpack and suitcase full of cash... Then pulled apart the inside of the BMW. Oh, my gosh. Pulled the the car apart. But apparently turned up no guns, no drugs, or any other illicit items. Yeah, and to this day, they still haven't had any charges pressed upon their name. (laughs) Like, seriously. Like, if you go to the court records there, there's nothing on file. Not even Even I had four serious charges pressed upon my name. These guys... Remember that? You weren't even given a traffic violation. Mm, man. Uh, I can't, I, this, I, this is impossible to, to handle. It's enraging. Ty said he told his interrogators they had saved up the money for years and were planning to use the land for farming, but hadn't yet determined which crops to raise. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, then, if you haven't determined what crops oh. are, we're taking you right downtown. Yep. You're going to prison. Tonight. Yep. And Officer Stevenson and I are going to be splitting that 100K. <laughs> yep. yep. Now, have you the... told us corn? Yeah. Uh, would have been one thing, but you didn't. Nope. So we're taking your money. Yep. And we're, uh, we're, taking, we're confiscating your BMW. Yep. And we're going to go to Windstar yeah, Casinos yeah. just down the road here. Huh. Yeah. Didn't you pass Dang it? nice place. Have you seen it? You passed it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you were driving the speed limit, so you had plenty of time to. 100 soak grand. In the should last us, I don't know, a couple hours. A couple hours. At Windstar. <laughs> They kept saying, this is illegal money, Ty said. I said, okay, prove it. Right. We didn't do anything illegal. The two men were released without being charged or even issued a traffic ticket. Yep. But the Canadian County Sheriff's Office, now this is in Oklahoma. Keeps throwing you off, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) They did not return their cash. No. Thank you very much. We'll see you. Bye-bye now. And uh, Infuriating. Kept the money. When do we stop saying this isn't America and start saying this is America? Mm-hmm. Pretty soon. Jeez. They seized the money because it was intended. They they suspected that it was intended to be used to violate drug laws. 
or resulted from illegal drug transaction. They got and no idea. when that does happen, then, that's when you arrest them on those right. charges. When you could prove that in a court of law, that's when you take their money. The men are now fighting to get it back. Still. Adding, okay, so this happened in April. They still don't have their money back. I wonder what happened with their land deal. Did they lose the... Uh, probably. Uh, Adding insult to injury, they contend that the amount the sheriff's office says it confiscated, $131,500, is actually $10,000 short of the total they had in their car that day. Oh, oh my, my gosh. You don't suppose the officers uh, hmm? lost $10,000 in their pockets over at Windstar, do you? They were gonna see. Huh. They, wow, I'm telling. I dislike this story so. Oh, this pisses me off. Much. I mean, this so is much. what we've been talking about for years now. Now I have to prove I'm innocent, and they're the ones who illegally took my money and basically stole some of my money too. Well, they stole all your money. Wow. Yeah. By the way, um, in recent years, New Mexico. North Carolina, Nebraska, and Maine have all banned civil asset forfeiture altogether. This must happen countrywide, nationwide. There must be a ban on this. I mean, there already is. There already is. It's called the U.S. Constitution. I mean, this violates the Fourth Amendment for sure. Absolutely no question about that. So, Canadian County there um mm-hmm. less than half of these kind of uh civil asset forfeitures uh, result in criminal charges didn't less say, than half didn't even say convictions just criminal charges eventually come to less than half of these well you know the fbi theft at the safe deposit vault in los angeles where they took 83 uh, safe deposit boxes filled with valuables from people and some company no charges resulted even for the company in that. And people still have not received their money back. That happened, what, six months ago or so? And the FBI just raided the place? And they didn't even make the case against the, the people they actually went there for in the first place. And now all of that money, millions and millions of dollars worth of cash and valuables... Uh, is in the hands of the FBI, and none of those people have gotten their money back. Yeah. It's infuriating. It's, I mean, if this doesn't make us stand up as Americans and say, absolutely not, no, we're drawing the line here, and you're not going any further with this, no, then I, I don't know what will inspire us to do that. Apparently nothing. I mean, we can't even keep our property anymore. The government is literally Stealing money from law-abiding American citizens. And that's got to stop. Jeez, these two Vietnam uh, refugees yep. who worked their anuses off to, to raise all this money and finally came up with $141,000. We're going to go buy 10 acres of land somewhere. And cops pull them over and steal it from them without any charges whatsoever. Welcome to America, guys. Hey, hope you're having a good time here. <laughs> uh, that wouldn't have even happened to them in Vietnam. 888 
with us. Got some tweets here. Uh, Carol remarks, tweets, I wish I was clever and witty enough to put out a funny tweet to be read on Pat Gray Unleashed, Hmm. but I'm not. And I know this fact about myself, and I'm okay with it. I have other skills. I do love hearing others' cleverness, though. Yeah, but you just... But then I just... You just made it, Carol. She just... Wow. Congratulations. Yay! She was clever enough into duping us into reading her non-clever remarks. <laughs> uh, the Steve 42 tweets, Only the high-class rich people are moving around $600 at a time. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that it was right. a high-class problem or something? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you, if you shop and you can't find what you need? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cardi T, uh, the Democrats who want to track every American's banking transactions should lead by example and voluntarily turn over all their banking statements for the last 10 years to the public. What do you want to bet? The Congress will exempt themselves mm-hmm. from this banking regulation. God. Lone Wolf tweets, it's cute how Pat keeps saying that's unconstitutional, as if that matters anymore. <laughs> how quaint. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, sadly, that's kind of true. Not so funny, is it? Speaking of uh, unconstitutional, uh, we were just talking about Canadian, the Canadian county in Oklahoma where they stole 131000 Actually, the, the guys who the money was taken from said it was 141000 mm. Somehow, $10,000 just showed up missing. Well, it's all missing. Um, the, the authorities have it. But they're only saying they have 131 out of the 141000 Yeah, they probably did go to Windstar and say, oh, look, we can double this ten grand." i will bet they did. Just saying. Among those surprised, uh, by the turn of the, the events on these two poor Vietnamese refugees uh, who've been here for, what, 40 years mm-hmm. and saving this money since the 1980s. Oh, God. And then it was just stolen from them. They weren't even, they weren't even doing anything wrong traffic-wise got pulled over. Why? Suspicious that they're out at 2 o'clock in the morning? Is it now illegal to drive at 2 o'clock in the morning? Of course, the answer is no. <laughs> It's also not illegal to have uh, as much cash as you want. You could have five billion dollars in cash on you if you wanted to. Now they'll they'll take it from you, but so it's probably not a good idea to carry that kind of cash. Yeah, anymore. then they'll say, no, we actually <laughs> only took four point nine billion. Right? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I only saw two billion dollars there. <laughs> huh. <laughs> so among those surprised was the man who was going to sell his land to Ty and Lou. Now, not that these guys had to prove that, but that's been the key, right? In the back of our yeah. minds, we're like, okay, so where's the guy who's going to sell you this land then, huh? And here he is. Ta-da. He said he had met with them a few days earlier. He said, I was shocked when I heard of the confiscation of their money. I, was, I met with them a few days earlier. He had drawn up a contract to sell the property to Ty for $100,000. NBC News has viewed a copy of the agreement. Oh, well then. They seemed like very nice and intelligent business people, said the seller. Who spoke on condition of anonymity? Well, yeah, he doesn't want his land confiscated. Right. I feel bad for them for, and for their situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Maybe this will help resolve the situation. Oh, though. goody! Oh, we got a, a resolution. Uh, Canadian County Sheriff Chris West declined okay. to comment on the use of civil asset forfeiture in the mm-hmm. case of Lou and Ty, a well-known figure in Oklahoma. West faced controversy earlier this year. When it emerged that he attended the January 6th rally in Washington, protesting former President Trump's election loss. Ha! Huh. 
<laughs> this is how you can... <laughs> Look at him. Huh. He's an insurrectionist, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, anything he's doing back well, home is dirty. I mean, you've seen those people, right? This was the day democracy, democracy almost, almost died. died. And when you see the new footage that keeps trickling out... Oh, no. Oh, no. Pat. Oh, my gosh. What it's happened? more and more disturbing Seriously? every time. Every time. Oh, crap. Let Go me show you this. There's new that. video. Brand Look new video that, that you probably haven't seen yet. That is... Here comes the crowd. There they are. There's the insurrectionists. Hell bent on destruction. Insurrectioning. Yes, they are. Right there. The sheer brutality of this video is overwhelming, isn't it? Yeah. You know, next time, Rob, kind of wait wait for Pat to warn everybody before yeah, yeah. they see this kind of insanity. Yeah, this came on too quickly. This is... But if you need a minute, yeah. just go ahead and, and take it. Just turn away from, wow. from the monitor. Upper from West Terrace exterior. And there they okay. are. Okay, and there they are pouring in. Taking pictures. Calmly. Looking around. But really, we, sh- we shouldn't turn away from this ugly and disturbing scene <laughs> of uh, people milling yeah. around, or parading, as yeah, I guess they call think, it. What do you think is worse, mm-hmm. milling or parading? Hmm? That's a tough one, right? It is a tough Either one. Way, you're, Either way, your government is... And look at this, uh, this back area where they're walking even faster oh. and opening the door and leaving quietly. You can't walk that fast <laughs> and expect to get away with it. <laughs> I mean, there are people there. There are authorities there just watching them. Come in. Come on. They're not trying to stop them at all. They don't care they're in there. I mean, the cop has his hands in his pockets. <laughs> the cop is just watching them, welcoming them. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. How you doing? How's your day going so far? Is hey, that- how's your week been going so far? Uh-huh. That, that black guy, bottom right-hand corner, I think, because there's another video out and about, and I don't know if it's the, the same one. I think he's the one who said... Look, I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Come on in or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> and i they're not doing anything. So would you think this is illegal if the cops are just letting you come through? I, I wouldn't. <gasps> oh, Robert. Oh, there, there's this disturbing. We've showed you this before. He throws another video of chaos yeah. and yeah. insurrection. Absolute chaos. Without warning. People walking <clears throat> to and fro. In every direction. If, if you listen closely <laughs> enough, you can hear some of the people saying, excuse, excuse me, me, as they try to excuse me. shuffle ooh, ooh. through. I didn't get Careful. you with that pole, did I? Okay. Ooh, sorry. sorry about that. Oh. My bad. <laughs> My bad. What carnage. Yeah. Oh, that is disturbing footage. I don't even... I, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Did you? Yeah, it's just too... Too much it's too tank. much. Yeah. It's too much for a human being to see. I mean, where were you? Mankind's uh-huh. unkindness to mankind. Man's inhumanity to man, if you will. Man. If you will. I'm just, I'm glad I wasn't there. That's yeah. uh, that's some frightening stuff. That is frightening, frightening stuff. To think those guys in that shot mm-hmm. almost, almost took over this nation. Yeah, well... They were uh, they were trying to bring the government down right there. Clearly, seriously, if those are insurrectionists again, they're the worst insurrectionists in this planet's history. 
There have never been worse insurrectionists than these stinking people. Yeah, you think if you're going to take over a country, you're not, because every almost every person in these videos is walking around with their phone out. Videoing, yeah, right. You know? da, da, da. Yep, here I am. Here's the evidence of my insurrection trying to take down the U.S. government. And not only that, you think you might really? need to be better prepared to, to deal with someone who's going to defend the greatest country of all time, but instead you're holding your camera out and, and videoing as you walk along? I don't think so. Stupid. And they weren't, by the way, um, they weren't armed either. You think if you're going to take over the mm -hmm. United States Thank of you. America, you might want to go, well, better not say. Anyway, you might want to be better prepared. Then, yeah. then, then, then here's my uh, selfie stick. Right. Ugh. Yeah, the selfie stick's not going to get you that far if you're trying to overthrow. If the U.S. government can be overthrown with the selfie stick, <laughs> it wasn't quite as solid as we thought yeah. it was. You know, we're not really carved into granite here. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> Unbelievable. <clears throat> I mean, I want to see all the footage, and this is why they wouldn't show it. They've got thousands, tens of thousands of hours of footage that they will not release, that they've refused to release. And here they release some, and this is why they didn't show it to you. Well, because it's all this kind of stuff. Okay, look, I, I, I don't want to make the host look bad, but we do have video of okay uh, of of the violent mob oh, trying boy. to get into the government building. Go ahead and play this right here. Oh, right. No. see that? Look at that. What do you think of that, Pat? What do you think of that? That's pretty rowdy. It's pretty rowdy. Yeah. And they got, they're actually using a bullhorn. Bullhorn, see? They mean business. Uh, problem is, this happened this weekend. Uh-oh. What was that? And those are Antifa members. Oh. Trying to get into a government building. Oh. Oh, these are like uh, pro- Earth activists? Yes. Oh, and they're mad yeah, about... Climate the... activists I see. and Antifa members, and they're pissed off about... Stuff? About climate policy. Yeah. It's not happening fast enough for and, them. And this is the Department of Interior where this... Ha oh, wait. Oh, and there, oh, my gosh. And then back to you the... You can't do this, The chaos Rob. and carnage at the Capitol Rob. on 1-6. Come on. The day democracy almost, almost died. died. So we just switched from the uh, peaceful leftists trying to get into the Department of Interior to that chaos at the Capitol on January 6th. I mean, and you see who the real threat is. It's the right wing kooks, right? Am I right? Somebody's Who's with me on that. It's the it's the white supremacists in this country. Somebody's got to say that it. are the real threat. Yeah, because the government sure not saying it enough, no. are they? No. <laughs> Only every day, uh, but not enough times a day. <laughs> I don't think, for my money. Uh, let's go to Lane in Mississippi. Hey, Lane, you're on the blaze. Hey, fellas, how y'all doing? Doing good. Um, I know I, I brought it up today because I know Jeffy ain't there, and I know how he feels when y'all bring up Grenada. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 right. When, when I was in the Marine Corps at the end of boot camp, I don't know how they're doing it these days, but old school Marine Corps, uh, you had to you had to climb this mountain at the end of the boot camp, and they uh, you sitting on top of this mountain, mm -hmm. and there's probably four platoons, eighty people per platoon, and the man's got to come by and shake everybody's hand and congratulate them that they're Marine, and the whole time they play Lee Greenwood over <laughs> and over no. and over again. Oh no. man! So I kind of, 
I, I kind of know what you mean by Lee Greenwood still singing that song. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how he does it. He goes from the convention to uh, MCRD San Diego. I, I yeah. mean, he, he's talented. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and that song stays with you, too. That's the thing. I wonder if anyone's ever asked him in an interview, come on, Lee, you ever get tired of playing that song? Come on, play something else. Uh, Just once. Play something else. All right, thanks, Lee. Appreciate it. He actually did have uh, another song that was... Oh, it was IOU. Do you know that song? I I think I do, but... It was IOU, the one that that I played back in the day when... Mm -hmm. uh, I was in music radio. I owe, and I owe you. Huh. Goes a little something like that. Well, now, now I don't recognize it. That's <laughs> yeah, probably true. That's <laughs> yeah, probably about right. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. What's that? Corby says that uh, Lee Greenwood is actually still playing in West Virginia. Oh, my gosh. The, is he uh, still? Let's, here he is. In oh, nice. Huntington, West Virginia. Wow. There 20 years. It's got to be a record. <laughs> 20 year long concert. <laughs> That is, uh, that's, that's, he's still going strong, man. You would have thought he'd lose his voice by now. You right? would have thought. But no. No. Nope. Dang strong voice. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you uh, about real estate agents I trust. If you're selling your home, if you're buying a home, you need a realtor you can trust and get you through the whole process because there's no bigger hassle than moving and uh, getting the most out of your home when you're selling it really important it's probably the biggest investment you make in your life and you want it to go well and so you need a realtor who's got a great track record and really knows how to market your house and how to help you through the process of what you should do in order to get your house ready you want somebody who really knows what they're talking about and that's real estate agents i trust only the best across the nation something like i don't know between 1200 and 1500 of them and if there, we couldn't find anybody really, really good in a certain market, we just went without because we wanted only the best. So whether you're selling or buying or doing both because you're relocating, Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Tweets here. Uh, Sweetimus or Sweetimus Prime? <laughs> no. Uh, the correct answer when a comp asks anything beyond license and registration is I'm not discussing my day. You're under no obligation to answer any questions from law enforcement. Uh, Jeffy the Promiscuous Cocaine Quail tweets. <laughs> The average American has no idea about civil asset forfeiture. It's not like it's trending on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, God. nor does it get reported on mainstream media. Sad but true. Novocaine for the for the soul. Uh, one six was so concerning. The officer in the video was in full Walmart greeter mode. Mm-hmm. How's your insurrection going so far? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going really well. Got into the building, and uh, now all I have to do is. Make democracy die. I'm going to kill it with my bare hands. And now that I'm in the building, I can do that. Because that's the key. Get into the U.S. Capitol, you're halfway there. You can bring down the country just by getting in there and starting to break things. Yeah. Oh, and, well, and carry the podium off. And if you take Nancy Pelosi's podium 
It's over. You, I think, I think that's over. how America operates. Like if you take the uh, the, 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 the speaker's podium, <laughs> mm-hmm. you are now the speaker of the house. That was the mistake the British made in 1812. They yeah. burned down the White House, but Stupid. they didn't take the speaker's podium. Yep. Had they taken the speaker's podium, it would have been all over. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're you know they're burning down the White House. They're bombing Fort McHenry. Just you're wasting your time here. Okay, yeah. go get the speaker's podium, and then we're done. Then we're done. We can't we can't survive that. But uh, fortunately, the British didn't know that. They're so stupid. They are so So, dumb. so stupid. Yeah. And they could have, you know, visited Man, they're a, stupid. a dentist or two while they were here as well. Uh, that would have helped. But again, right? Jacked up teeth. Stupid. Wow. I mean, what's wrong with them? Where do we begin? <laughs> Does anybody open up a dentist practice over there? Anybody? Hello? One dentist in all of the UK. No. When, when, when did dentistry begin? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably long ago. I bet the Greeks had oh dentists. Oh my gosh! The Greeks had dentists, didn't they? Seven thousand BC. Seven thousand. Mm. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that sounds like America's. That well, not America's, but the world's oldest profession is dentistry. I would say that's got to be pretty close to second oldest. <laughs> business. It's got to be pretty close to business <laughs> and prostitution, doesn't it? <laughs> Hey, did you see that the Rolling Stones are going to stop playing? In fact, they did stop playing Brown Sugar. They're on tour right now. (laughs) And uh, they just announced that they're not going to play Brown Sugar anymore. Speaking of Brits and UK and Mm -hmm. their stupid musicians. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm surprised they got away with it this long. I am too. I, I'm surprised that they've been playing that song for the last 20 years. Uh-huh. Because although it's not, you know, they're not taking shots at black people. It's it's really an anti-slavery song. Yeah. But people don't see it that way. They don't listen to it. It's like when the Beatles did Revolution and radio stations banned it because they thought they were fighting for revolution. Well, it was just the opposite of that. It, the song was the opposite. Yeah, this is where I could make a uh, better than Ezra reference that no one in the audience will get. But yes, they had. But you're a, going to anyway. No, they had a song that was uh, put in a similar light. You know. Oh, like what was it? Oh, so, well, since you're asking. Um, <laughs> well, they had a song, "One More Murder," which is a, a an anti-violence song, but yet like uh, okay. moms against murders or whatever. It Why was. are they calling for one more murder? Right, exactly, and that that's that, it was listed on this on this list of so of songs stupid. that promote violence for before they had some big million mom march in D.C. Oh, and it's like, could you just read a lyric every now and then? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think I've told this story before. People are so stupid. And I was music director in Great Falls, Montana, when I was like 19, and uh, Urgent came out by Foreigner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and so I was about to add it to the playlist, and the program director came in. He's like, uh, "Pat, we can't add that." I'm like, what? It's a huge hit. Why? Because uh, uh, the lyrics. Like the lyrics. What? What's wrong with the lyrics? Uh, they're saying virgin, virgin, <laughs> virgin, virgin. <laughs> I was uh-huh. like, well, first of all, it's urgent, not virgin. But secondly, even if it was virgin. Right. Is that a <laughs> bad the, word? It's not a bad word. What's the deal? Uh, it just sounds bad. Oh, no. He's old school <laughs> and, and clueless. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was 1980. 
80 or 81. So uh, things were a little different then. Yes. And, a little bit different. And kids, uh, we didn't have the thing called Shazam. No, we did not. Back in the day, and we couldn't look up no. lyrics. And there was no th- such thing as the internet where you could just Google lyrics, and yeah. there they were. Mm-hmm. You, nope. You were really rolling the dice when you bought an album, if they were going to put the Hopefully lyrics Hopefully it was there. on the sleeve. Yeah. But that wasn't. there was no guarantee of that either. Exactly. And so then you spend the rest of your life mm-hmm. completely miss singing songs. Totally in the dark. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. Uh, did you know that that uh, Joe Biden, did we talk about this yesterday, has only conducted 10 interviews since no. he got into office? I have not heard this. 10 one-on-one interviews. <sighs> 10. 10. Since he got into office in January. Uh, you might recognize that as almost none. <laughs> Once a month. You know what Obama, can, how many he had conducted by this time in office? 131. Wow. Somewhat more. Wow. Even Trump, who was hated and knew every time he went uh-huh. into an interview, they were trying to kill him. Every single time they were out to get him. He still did 50 by this time of, in his administration. Wow. 50. Joe Biden, 10. It's because they know. They know he can't handle them. Mm-mm. And they don't want him one-on-one with any reporters. Uh, they've done a few that are, you know, uh, friendly. And and they, I think they feel fairly confident that he can handle. But then he doesn't even do well with them. Exactly. Remember the George Stephanopoulos one? I mean, ABC News... Uh, the former, what was his uh, title in the Clinton administration? Stephanopoulos. My point is, yeah, a a leftist sits him down and he stumbles. He was terrible about Afghanistan. Terrible, terrible with with Stephanopoulos, and he was even worse with um, uh, Don Lemon. Remember the Don Lemon thing when they did the town hall? Oh yeah, yeah. and he stumbled around and uh, staggered, and it was just it was horrific. So they're like, even Jen Psaki admitted the other day, yeah, we, we, we tell him not to do, uh, we don't even take questions, let alone interviews. And uh, she said, but he'll still do it sometimes because he's the president of the United States. But I think it's an amazing admission that they even say it out loud, that they tell him not to answer questions. Why? He's that bad? Yes. And the answer is yes. They know it. Oh, that's bumming it. And they know it. <laughs> and they know it. And they know it. And then they deny it, though. They still deny it. Uh, it's amazing. It's just amazing. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More coming up. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh, for those who... Listen to both this show and Glenn's, and I'm sure that's many. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got the note, uh, no Pat on the show today, which means they've got an interview or something else lined up at 8.30. So you know what? Oh, no, what? No Glenn on my show. Oh, yeah. right. All right. Two can play on the, at that game. Two can play at that. Corby, make sure I right. know. That's how you want to start the week. No Pat twice in a row. Uh-huh. Okay. No Glenn today. Make sure you pass that message to All the right. next studio for us, Corby. Yeah. No Glenn. No Glenn in here. On Pat's show. Okay. That'll teach him. Wow. That bastard. A little behind That'll the scenes him. baseball <laughs> there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Let you in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. No Glenn. No Glenn.
coming up. Can Stu come in? Uh, nope. Uh, well, oh, wow. Neither one of them are welcome here today. Oh, wow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe. But not today. Don't hold your breath. All right. 888 <laughs> uh, Got some tweets here. Hippie Patriot tweets. <clears throat> TV's Rob official. You need to give us more uh, warning when you show the carnage of carnage video oh, of January 6th. Okay. Right. Dude, some of us are still traumatized <laughs> from this uh, stuff, you know, because look, at the, I, I'm sorry. He didn't yeah. do it again. He, Rob, wow. by all that is holy. Wow. I'm going to just disturbing start, video alert. I'm going to start focusing on one person every time you play that video. Look at that. Those are insurrectionists and I just, insurrectioning right there. Right. Like this one guy I've been watching, uh-huh. uh, he comes in with sunglasses on, right? Yeah. He takes them off. Okay. He pulls his phone out, starts recording, walks one way, turns around, and now I'm watching him. He's walking off camera. That's complete chaos. That That's is... absolute chaos. That almost, uh, it almost killed democracy. Literally. It almost killed democracy. <laughs> I love the new footage, though. The new footage is even tastier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up there, out, oh. <clears throat> without... Without warning, right once this again, way, gentlemen, jumps right to it. Yeah, come on in, everybody. Yeah, it's plenty of room, plenty of room. It's the U.S. Capitol. Come on in. Yeah, it's the tours all day long. Mm-hmm. Just calmly walk in. Wait, and they even let the door close behind them too. <laughs> yeah, the bottom <laughs> one. Just didn't, didn't even prop it open. Nope. <laughs> okay, nothing's being broken, and you know, yes, in other places, other things were happening. I understand that. But it's obviously a small percentage of the crowd that was there. I mean, look at this. It was mostly. I, I, they were calling all of the riots mostly peaceful with fires burning in the background. Mm-hmm. This certainly was mostly peaceful. <sighs> Jeez. All right. Jeffy's last haircut or cut hair tweets. I'm going to need y'all to put uh, motion picture rating up when you play such <laughs> horrific videos like the insurrection, the day democracy almost died. My heart can't take being blindsided with such acts of terror and violence. I know I, I apologize. That is very disturbing. Uh, Brandon Winkledinkle. <laughs> <laughs> is he of the, the Winkledinky family? Yeah, oh, I think good. he's the uh, he's he's the extra brother. You know how like... The, <laughs> yeah, the, they got the twins. Right. The Winkledinkle twins. Right. So it's like the Manning brothers. And then there's Brandon. And then there's that third one that everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know that other guy. Of course, parading is worse, Keith. Uh-oh. Oh, really? Worse than milling? You sure about that? Wow. Okay. I believe Congress has made it a felony to parade anywhere now, even in parades. Therefore, <laughs> all Thanksgiving Day parades have been canceled. Oh, wait a minute. Does that mean that Thanksgiving milling is still allowed? Uh, yes, you okay. can still mill, but okay. you can't parade. Okay. Um, Galt Shrug, let's be honest. Selfie sticks are at the center of our downfall <laughs> okay. of this country. A yeah. case could be made. Yes. <laughs> or uh, this this could be right here. Um, how about a Vax passport based on your blood sample? Oh, my gosh. This is from about a year ago, and somebody just recently sent this to me. Terrifying. The World Economic Forum oh, gosh, already has a plan lined up. So that's great. Yeah. And it looks a little something like this. <clears throat> so this app could help revive global travel. Uh, enabling Enable people to visit countries. Users will have their blood screened at an oh, approved COVID library. Oh, oh no. Uh, laboratory, I mean, before 
being issued with it. Uh, it's going too fast for me. A QR code. So they're using your blood to see if you're good enough to fly. The digital passport. So remember, we've talked about in the past. Digital angel. Scanning your, your, your card, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now they're talking about, no, no, no. We'll scan your blood. Oh, no. Wow. So now you. It would monitor your access yeah. to concerts and conferences and all that. Uses real time automated epidemiological data that could help countries manage future waves of COVID or other epidemics mm -hmm. without the need for a total lockdown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, now this. See, this is for your convenience. Yes, it is. They planned to launch in September. Was that last September? Last, yeah. I guess. And they didn't? I hope. Commits to mandatory carbon offsetting. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> and then we carbon get into the environmental off. garbage. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, it will help us monitor carbon offsetting. Uh, shut up about your carbon offsetting. I, You don't even hear that term very much anymore because I think it was revealed to be such a stupid scam. Oh, my favorite was, uh, and I haven't done this in a while, but if you went to, to UPS mm -hmm. and you were sending a package, let's see, UPS.com, let's just see. Anyway, and you and you could I plant a tree to offset what I exactly. did? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It, well, it's not a tree, but it's just like do you want to pay an mm. extra couple five bucks or whatever it is. And what does that do? To, uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. They're not even. This specific. is part of the Bay Tree Pact. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I want to be part of the Bay Tree Pact. That's for sure. Don't you? Uh huh. Don't you, Keith? Um. That, yeah. You're not a good person if you don't want to be. So I hope you want to be a part of the Bay Tree Pact. You know what? What the heck? Yeah. I'll be a part of the Okay, good. good. Now, what, what You're is, an okay person. What then. do I have to do now? Just do this number? Yeah, that and a couple other things I'll tell you about later. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we got to play this, though, from Brian Stelter because uh, <laughs> what a buffoon. He sucks. This guy is one of the biggest buffoons ever in the history of television. <laughs> Here, <laughs> I love this. You're talking about you doing your own research, which... Oh, that's good, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here it is. Okay. Four words. Four little words that are hurting America's pandemic response. What are they? What are they? Here, let Sean Hannity tell you. He loves these words. Mm -hmm. Do your own research. Please do your own research. Do your own research. Do your own research. Yeah, what a, a terrible thing. Right on... You by know, the way, the pause it for a second. Where did Sean phone? Hannity get that, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> that guy you're not allowing on this show today. Say it with me. Glenn, Glenn Beck. <laughs> Do your own research. I mean, that's been Glenn's thing forever. Do your own research. And now Hannity's picked it up, and now he's getting credit for it? Stop it. Stop it. I won't have it. I mean, that's fine. We like Sean. But no, he can't have that. That's, that's Glenn's thing. Anyway. It's a bad thing now to tell people to do their own research? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, let's see why. There's a ton of it right on, you know, at the tip of your fingers on your own phone. Right, and that's the problem. Do your own research. Everybody has a supercomputer in their hand mm -hmm. that empowers them to do their own research, which, which is great, right? Isn't it? Yeah, douche. Stop saying, I need to do my own research. Nobody who's saying that is getting in a lab and doing tests. At best... You're reading other people's research. And more likely, you're probably reading a tweet about a headline, about a blog post, about someone else's research. Oh, okay. If Trevor <laughs> Noah said it. learn a thing or two from Trevor Noah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he really crazy. could. Do your own research. And it's popping up a lot in conversations about coronavirus Good and gosh. about COVID vaccines. Nicki Minaj used similar wording in that tweet this week. 
saying she was doing research. Mm. But this go-it-alone approach, doing your own research, it seems so innocent, but it can have serious consequences. Can it? Can it? Why? Because people are so stupid, mm-hmm. and they've got to have Brian stinking genius stelter to lead them. <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh. Oh. These are the same kind of people, the same Agonizing. kind of mindset that says... You're you're not good enough to teach your kids, right? Right. You you yes. gotta lean on because somebody they're elites. Else. Yeah, you have to people. lean on them. Right. These teachers went to school for this. They know everything. Right. right. Let them teach your kids, and let us go through all the research, and we'll tell you what to believe. Let us take care of this for you. Don't do your own research. Then you won't believe all the stuff we're jamming down your throats every day. Wow, that is so transparent and so despicable. I, oh. Also, the U.S. Treasury Depart- uh, Deputy, he, the Deputy Secretary, is warning unvaxxed Americans shortages are going to continue. Oh, good, 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 good. Until everyone gets the vaccine. <laughs> I'm sorry? Man, it's just they don't stop. Deputy Secretary at the U.S. Treasury has put Americans on notice that the only way to end the plague of empty shelves is for every resident to be vaccinated. Then that'll fix everything. <laughs> Shut up. Wow. You suck. Wally Adeyemo, yep. the Biden administration's second highest official in the Treasury Department, appeared to publicly blackmail the still sizable portion of Americans who have not been vaccinated against COVID-19 during a Thursday ABC interview last week, seemingly mm-hmm. blaming them for the ongoing shortages of consumer goods. Of course. That have led many to mock the president as Empty Shelves Joe. <laughs> empty Shelves Joe. I like it. Despite viral videos uh, or photos depicting thousands of cargo ships lined up at the port of Los Angeles ready to unload their goods... Yep, they're lined up there because people aren't vaccinated. That's why. <laughs> okay. I guess a, a line of unvaccinated people are standing on the shore. Is that okay? I was and, trying to figure out how yeah. he's getting from point A to point so B. So the boat captains are scared out of their minds, and they won't oh, they won't cross the on, the unvaxed line. So, so if they just <laughs> go and get vaccinated, then the port captains can. Steer their ships into shore. Oh, my gosh. You know how you just talked about, uh, you've been mentioning how many ships are off the, uh, I just saw a thing that more than 200,000 containers, so basically 200,000 big rigs, mm-hmm. you know, effectively the beds uh, are, are, are represented there offshore in California, over 200,000. Jeez. That's gross. That's yeah. amazing. Well, I mean, th- this right here, this guy telling us that, that we're responsible for the shortages and the holdup and all this stuff because we're not vaccinated mm-hmm. is just more proof that the government, the federal government, uh, really sucks. But if you don't believe me, do your own research. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Or leave it to Brian Stelter. Okay. You know, one of the two. Because Brian, he knows what research to look at and what research not to look at. You don't. You don't. You're too stupid. So if I say that... Um, Mm-hmm. You, you were mentioning the Washington State football coach. Right? Nick Rolovich. Right. So if I said, hey, that's really not right that this guy is losing his job because he's not getting the vax, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I say that that's not very nice and I don't like that policy, um, have I done my own research or is that just a fact 
that that is staring us in the face. What do you think? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm confused now. Yeah, I am too. I'm confused. Yeah. And, and, and Oregon so. teachers, by the way, yesterday were completely uh, let go across the state because they didn't meet the deadline to get Oh, uh, how many? As well. Do uh, we know? I don't know. I think 50% or so. I'm not sure exactly. Um, 50% of teachers? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be pretty high. Somebody sent what? something that uh, oh my gosh. had more details on that. But again, do your own research if you uh, <laughs> haven't concluded that this kind of uh, mandate sucks, costing people their jobs, uh, costing kids in Oregon. Yeah, somebody sent this to me. Kids in Oregon haven't been to school since March of 2020, except for the last couple of months, and now you're taking half their teachers away. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are destroying a generation, even and more I, so in particular parts of the country. And the greatest nation in the history of the world, bringing that down with it uh, as with us as well, which is great. But do your own research. If uh, but, you yeah, haven't concluded the same. Or, or again, let Brian Stelter do it for you because you're too stupid. <laughs> um, Nick Rolovich, though wouldn't get the vaccine he he was the head coach at washington state university whom by the way byu is playing this weekend uh and really must be really have to be (laughs) really got to win this game really really got to win this game but he refused to get the vaccine so they fired him they gave him until uh yesterday to get the vaccine or you're done he tried to get a religious exemption nope no good so he and four other coaches are now all fired because they didn't want the vaccine. That is... That's amazing. It's madness. I mean, the guy had a $3 million job, and he was that committed to not getting the vaccine that he was willing to give up a $3 million a year job. <sighs> wow. I mean, it was just... It's, it, people are losing their jobs. People are losing their access to organs as we... Uh, uh, had the story yesterday, remember? Yeah. Just unconscionable. I mean, just... What is, there is no end to this madness. It's not going to get better. I, I think we're just going to need to have a, a an unvaxxed society. You better start building your unvaxxed hospitals right now. Doctors and nurses that don't want to take the shot, or or, or take the shot, but are okay treating those of us who don't want uh, the vaccine. It's that uh, national divorce thing that... Uh, oh, my gosh. Do we still have that Russian story? Oh, yeah. Where is that? The uh, guy that says the United States is going to break into oh, f- yeah. five separate countries or something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do we still have it? Maybe yeah. we don't have it anymore. We got it somewhere over here. I don't know. Oh, right there. It's under your right, left arm there. Yep. No, nope, right there. Right. Get, get back towards your... Yep. Yeah, that's it. No, that's the Russian film crew. Oh, I saw returning to Earth. I saw Russian shooting the first movie in space. (laughs) Hang on. So they beat Tom Cruise uh, to that, uh, to filming the first movie in space, which I don't. I mean, does anybody care about that? Oh no, the Russians filmed the first movie in space before us. Ah, dang it, darn, darn, dang it, darn. Oh, I don't know how it ended up. Anyway, the. There, there's a Russian who who's been predicting for a long time that got, the United States would break into I got the map. I don't know where the story is. Into five pieces, and there it is. It's right there in front of you. Yeah, I know, but it's up on the screen oh. as well. Um, so the divided states. Now this guy made this prediction a long time ago, right? Yeah. So I think this was in the 1990, like 1998. It's interesting that here we are in the brink of just. 
you know, dividing asunder. It feels like it, it doesn't not it does feel, feel like, like it like every it. day when you yeah, see these does. stories because it I does. mean, like for example, uh, we talked about Oregon, right? Firing teachers that aren't going to meet the vax ma- uh, mandate deadline. You can keep that up, keep but the, yeah, please keep. We're that not up. done talking about and, that. And so, and but in Florida, there's literally been no statistical impact of of the lack of masks in schools in the state of Florida, for example. Right. We are thinking completely opposite on how to solve problems in this country. So, Igor uh, Perinen said this years ago, that the United States would eventually break into five separate entities. This is really interesting. The California Republic, which would include those states that you see there, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, Nevada, Arizona, and California. Now, I... I can't see Utah, right. Nevada, and Idaho participating uh, necessarily with California, and Oregon, and Washington. I can't see South Carolina joining up with New Jersey. No, I can't either. <laughs> Stop it. No. But then he's got the Midwest mm-hmm. and the kind of northern Midwest mm-hmm. and the western Upper states Midwest. like Montana, Montana to North Idaho. and South Dakota, to Ohio. Wyoming, Colorado. And then you've got uh, the sort of south central states all the way to the east, mm-hmm. I mean, which includes okay. Texas all the way to Florida. The boundaries may be a little off, a little off, but the sentiment mm-hmm. definitely feels accurate today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that's because you could see us breaking into a okay. If you if you want to be vaccinated, go ahead, but we're going to carve out a place where we can not be vaccinated and where we can pay lower taxes. And where we experience capitalism and where we don't punish successful people. We're going to encourage people to become successful. Yeah. That way they can employ people and, you know what, live a good life. Yeah, and once you're in the club with Texas, okay, mm-hmm. that's when we uh, we figure out who the member states are going to be in the Texas Republic, and then we're going to build a wall. So Exactly. <laughs> now, this Russian, Igor Perinen, uh, also a little wishful thinking here. He says he breaks off Alaska and says that will go to Russia. Will <laughs> you wish. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, nope. no takesies, backsies. <laughs> You're not getting Alaska back. No, nah, we got that for a song and we're going to keep it. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, hard to believe they called that Seward's Folly. Uh, right. When that was purchased for, was it 15 million, I think? $15 million from Russia. Yeah. And that was his folly to do that. And that was, I think it paid off pretty well. I'm telling you, there are so few uh, references to this story, but that was actually Abraham Lincoln. Um, it's so weird. Okay, so, uh, so nerdy. Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. You get Russia mm-hmm. to show some power to the South and say, hey, look, we've got all these big warships. And they were docked, I think, in New York City or somewhere for a while. I don't know. It made the news, and uh, the South was like, oh, crap, look at this. They, 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 they've got you know a good ally to team up against mm-hmm. us. Anyway, Russia didn't do anything other than just flex that muscle, and we agreed behind the scenes. Abraham Lincoln agreed. Okay, so when we get this thing behind us, we'll buy your little Alaska you're trying to get rid of so you can infuse some money there. Blah, blah, blah. So he gets assassinated. And then it falls on Seward, and he has mm-hmm. to go and do this, and everyone mocks him. And well, who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Well, none of those people because they're all dead. Uh, That's a fair point. Yeah, none of them live to like two hundred. So, <laughs> so yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Jeffy might have. He could if he were here. Uh, Jeffy was still there. He'd yeah, say, "Hey, yeah, I read about it on the news. I said it's ridiculous, man. 
I heard it on the news. <laughs> and I said it was ridiculous, man. See, there you go. That's it. What are we That's buying it. that icebox for? It's ridiculous. That's it. What, what, what was that, Rob? Sarah Silverman said what? Uh, remember she said something about... I mean, this may be a negative oh. thought, but... Oh. Or maybe a positive one. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But if people aren't getting along... Yep. See ya. Uh, like Bye. in relationship, they break up. Yep. You know? So, like, why don't we just finally just... Okay, cool. Like... Realize that this... Like... These states aren't working. Okay, and bye. Like divide up into and like, like two or three countries. You can stop like, talking. We said bye. Like USA 1 and USA 2. Yes. Sold. Goodbye. You, you had me at... <laughs> and they can be... This isn't working. Yeah. You had me at this isn't working. Right. We were done right then. It's done. Like, yes. Yes. That's You're like, right. It's not working. <laughs> that's Beat like it. the girl that you really need to break up with and uh -huh. she starts this conversation. You're like, yep, I agree. But I haven't even said what we should do yet. Yeah, I know. No, you're right. We should break up. <laughs> I didn't say that No, I yet. could tell. I could see it in your eyes. We should break up. You're right. Bye. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where we are. All right. Goodbye, California. Goodbye, New York. That would be fine with me. Seriously. I don't care. Go ahead. You know what? Go live your principles of Marxism. Mm -hmm. Try them out. See how well that works for you. Just don't come bellyaching mm -hmm. to us yeah. when it all falls apart. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to be the country that gives foreign aid to anybody. Okay? Uh, that's, the way, that's the way it's done now. <laughs> I mean, we're sending money to Afghanistan oh, as a country. We're not going to be sending money to you, so don't ask. Once you're cut off, you're cut off. Okay? Yeah, and if you don't ask, you won't be disappointed, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. Don't ask me. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I got, mm -hmm. Leonard Skinner doesn't work there, does it? Mm. I don't know. I'm not sure what you were going uh, for. Uh, don't ask me no questions. I won't oh, tell, tell you lies, but mm -hmm. that doesn't really mm -hmm. work. No. But so, I, I don't know about this map from this Russian, but uh, sure, whatever. The ex-KGB analyst, Just right? Just want to be left alone. Yeah. In fact, I remember Glenn talking about this guy back in mm. uh, 2010. And we all thought, this is ridiculous. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> and now, I mean, it doesn't seem quite as ridiculous. So Glenn, Glenn mentioned this? Yeah. Wait, that's the Long guy down the ago. hall that, that says, do your own research? That's him. The guy who can't be on my show today. Right. I'm not having right, him on. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, maybe tomorrow, but not today. Maybe. All right. We will uh, see you tomorrow. Be back here, and we will chew the fat with Jeffy sometime during the course of the show. See you then. Brad Meltzer, too.